What's up, you guys? I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And welcome to the Know For Sure podcast, where we talk about healing, growing, evolving, and having the tough conversations. Yes, and we also talk about relationships, not just romantic relationships, but platonic relationships. Like the relationship I have with my best friend, Megan Ashley, of 20 years. 20 years, baby. Yes, baby. Do you know for sure? I think I know for sure, but what I do know for sure is after this episode, you're going to know something for sure. Now that the professional's gone, let's turn the fuck up. (laughs) I'm like, give me my liquor. Is there liquor in there? Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Do you guys have drinks? Do you guys have drinks? drinks? Okay, so cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so we're really big on looking everyone in the eyes. So look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor, whoever you're with. If you cheers, you gotta look in the eyes. Or y'all gonna have seven years of bad sex. Bad sex. Okay, cheers. Okay. Oh, it's so good. So you know how we do. She hates it, and I love it. <laughs> We're back. We do that every episode, and she hates it, and it became a thing. It. And I still make her do. It. She's like, "Can we just record it and just do just it once it. and play it at the beginning?" I'm like, "No, it has to be organic." <laughs> We're actually, can I tell them what we're doing tomorrow night? Jesus. (laughs) The shit she gets me into. Y'all, Megan and I are going to the studio. (laughs) And we are recording a rap. City Girls Who? (laughs) I'm just kidding. We love you, Carisha. I get drunk. What? You would be a city girl so bad. No. It's like, what are we going to rap about? Evolving, growing, God. Jesus. <laughs> like, Jesus is on the first day, God created. <laughs> That's what we're going to rap about? But we're getting in the studio tomorrow, so y'all stay tuned for that. We got a surprise for y'all. And if you were wondering, I showered yesterday. <laughs> for real. No, let's talk about this. Seriously. Like, no, we got, no, no, bitch. Hold on. Let me explain. So, for real, if you took a shower, I'm going to give you a scenario real quick. No, before we bring out the guests, because I need to know, because people, let me tell y'all what motherfuckers do. Everybody was DMing me like, I feel you, girl. I said, bitch, go comment on the shade room. Don't <laughs> get out my DMs with your dirty ass. You dirty too. So, if you take a shower at 8 p.m. on a Friday. No, that's too early. 10 p.m. on a Friday. You get in the bed. You go to sleep. You wake up for work. On Saturday, because you work on Saturdays. I don't know why, but you do. <laughs> at 7 a.m., you got to take another shower? Yes. Damn! At 10 p.m.? And then so that just means your sheets is dirty. <laughs> what's going on in your sleep? I just need to know what's going on in your sleep. What are you rolling around having now, nightmares? I will say, if, if I take a shower at 10 p.m. on a Friday, okay. I'm going to take a shower at least Saturday night. 24 hours. So by 10 p.m. on Sunday morning. No, No, Saturday morning. For real, be honest, y'all. Okay, close your eyes. Nobody know. If you don't shower every day, clap. Nobody's admitting that. Raise your hand. Shut up, Lunarine. You DM me. I saw you. Raise your hand if you shower every day. No? She said, Thank you. Raise your hand if you. 365 days in a year, y'all really taking 365 showers? Shut up! Exactly. No, because there are some days that I take two showers. Okay, there's some days you take two. 365 showers, for sure. Mm. You have the people in the uproar. I have the people in the uproar. You have everyone in the uproar. Just take a shower. I, I have been. Ever since I, bitch, ever since I've been on the shade room, this is my fourth day showering. She has been showering a lot more. Shower every day since that post. I, and we're grateful. Hollywood Unlock posted it too. Jason Lee. Yeah, she's like, I gotta do what I gotta. Jason, my friend, he be calling me like, I'm just letting you know you got five minutes to figure something out because it's going up. Be like, shit, they canceling me again. All right, I'm gonna take a shower. Uh, it's like, no, bitch, uh, that you not shower. Yeah, it's like, just take a shower. I will. We're, we're grateful. Okay, okay. 
Thank you. Which camera can I look at? Okay. <laughs> so y'all wanna? I know these motherfuckers don't shake cameras every day, but y'all, okay. So we have a guest. We're gonna do a lot of crowd interaction stuff yes. because this is our first like live audience. Thank y'all for being here. We're yes. so excited. You guys look amazing, by the way. We have literally only had our podcast for six months, six going on seven months, y'all, and it's taken over so fast. We put in our bio, well, I put I, in the bio. The Manifest Queen herself. The Manifest Queen, number one podcast in the world. And I'm like, yeah. it ain't been number one yet. We did make it to number one, number 10 we in the world. But we will, I'm manifesting that we make it to number one. And it's just so dope. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, anything you want, put it out there. Because now all of our followers, all of our supporters, all of our chain gang on Patreon, everybody is saying, even when they see us in the street, number one podcast in the world, number people are saying it. Yeah. People are claiming it with us. So we know what's going to happen. So we really thank y'all for being here. Yes. But we're going to introduce our guest. I'm so excited, y'all. I have her bio. So give me a minute. Stutter and Stanley. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> when you in school, when you got to read, it's like the dog was running. <laughs> I'm like, y'all ain't got a That was the most anxiety thing. In school? In school? Well, you had to read in front of the class? It's like, please. What's this, bitch, if you know how to read, what's this <laughs> Right, do your homework. That it's was like, like the anxiety. cat in the hat. For sure. For sure. All right, I've been practicing this whole time, so I hope I don't mess up. But y'all, I'm so excited. She's so freaking dope. Kadeen Ellis is an actress and a co-host of the Webby Award-winning podcast, Dead Ass Son. Not no son, just Dead Ass, but y'all know they from up north. With Kadeen and Deval, her husband, the co-creator and co-star of the Ellis Social Sitcom on YouTube and Facebook, which has over 800 million views. So that's huge, huge. Her relationship book. We Over Me, the counterintuitive approach to getting everything you want from your, from your relationship, which I'm excited about because I'm like, bitch, come up here and give me this heat because I've been single for too long. <laughs> you just bring her on out now. <laughs> everything you said to be released is on February 7th. You guys, give it up for Kadeen Ellis. Oh, wait, and you... We're gonna I, say, I love her because she's a boy mom and I'm a boy mom. Yeah. I have three boys and she's a boy mom. So yeah. I really, really am excited. So everybody give it up for Kadeen. Get on your face, you guys. Please, 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 please. Thank y'all so much. Thank you guys for the love. Thank you for the love. For the energy. Amazing. We all great, right? Oh, oh she's she's amazing. Amazing. A little something I threw together for y'all. I saw y'all doing cheers and stuff before me. Are we oh, gonna do this again? She's like, I yes, saw y'all. Okay, what's your listen? Again. Because I was all prepared here. I heard y'all have my Appleton and Coke. We do. Who took my drink order? I think um, <laughs> I'm a Roman Coke girl. Your team gave it to us. I appreciate that. Yeah. So well, cheers to cheers. our cheers. first live episode. Yeah. Cheers. Ice. Cheers. Again, guys. Okay, with the water bottle down front. I appreciate you, sis. Okay. But I have no kids here, so I'm drinking. Amen. So I took mine. I'm being looked at. I'm moving my thing. Oh, yeah. So, y'all, we're going to make it live and fun. We're going to do some yes. interaction with y'all because y'all know y'all have LA bitch, which y'all bougie asses. <laughs> Don't make me get up. I see you back there, blue do rag. I see you. I've been looking at you the whole time. Are y'all really bougie out here? Because I'm a Brooklyn girl, okay? Okay. Any Brooklyn heads in the house? Y'all, y'all showing mad love. I'm being funny, but we're going to do an icebreaker. Okay. <laughs> the icebreaker is two truths and a lie. Y'all know how that game goes, right? Uh -huh. So we're going to state three facts. Okay. And one is has to be a lie. Gotcha. So when we have to guess which one is the lie. Oh. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So I think like of two hmm, facts, two, one lie. Two, two, two. But Arisa, you gonna know mine? Yeah, you gonna know mine. Well, they should tell Okay, oh, so you go, you go first. Wait, are y'all gonna go first or I gotta go first? It, whoever, whoever's ready. Mm -hmm. I got mine. You, you got, got yours? yours? Like, go first. I think you go first. Okay. Well, I can't answer because I know the truth. Yeah, you can't. Okay. So. <laughs> No, all so my business. Answer, should I answer? Okay. Okay. So, okay. Two truths and a lie, y'all. And y'all could, you could ask the audience, like, what they think is a lie. Okay. Okay. So, hmm. I lost my virginity when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay, that's a lie. I'm going to do another one. <laughs> 
Beyonce when I was 12. No, I'm just kidding. Braylon? <laughs> I was 19. <laughs> okay, two truths in a lie. Okay. Mm, my daddy's a pastor. Out of 195 countries, I've been to 60. And um, yeah, there's 195. Oh. I've been to 60. My dad's a pastor, and um, I'm in the Mile High Club. That sounds like mad. Was that more than three? No, that was three. Like two in a lie. You said mad questions just now, girl. You're no, the sex one. The sex one. I said it she was said a lie. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, you changed. So your mind my dad's on that a pastor. One. Okay. Out of 195 countries in the world, I've been to 60. Okay. And I'm in the Mile High Club. Damn, Lie. I fucked that up because it's two lies. <laughs> Just so y'all know, this was her idea. Tell us what it is. Right. This is her idea. How do you not have your shit together? Oh my God. God. <laughs> my daddy, a pastor. Okay. Everything Stupid. else is a lie. How, how, how many countries you been to? How many countries? I don't know. But I, <laughs> not 60. I know there's 195. Not 60. Damn sure ain't 60. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, I fucked that up. Yeah, you did. All right. For me. I'm going to go with you. Let me think. No. Think again. Think again. Think again. All right. I'm going to make it juicy for y'all. Let me see if I can give y'all something that's never before. Yeah. Never known. Um. Okay. Only one lie. Only one lie. Like, bitch, we know the rules. Yeah, you didn't, bitch. We good. We know we're <laughs> Okay, first one. I had a threesome in college. Truth. <laughs> I do, don't do her. Hello, <laughs> freak. I can see it in eyes. <laughs> um, this is my real hair. <laughs> now you got me looking at your edge, guys. Guys, <laughs> and <laughs> I am a dual citizen of the U.S. and Jamaica. I feel like that's true. The last thing is true. And I feel like she a freak. She got so many kids. And you definitely had a threesome in college. Girl, I did. But your hair do look good, though. It does look good. The way look good is laid. Give a round of applause if it's laid. Because this lace front life is not for me, y'all. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think today, okay? I'm trying to get into this is my real hair. Like, they never going to this. They ain't never gonna catch this. They ain't never gonna catch me slipping. Listen, it's coming from the follicles, okay? That's what I tell her. I need to come to my follicles. Oh, wow, you're a dual citizen. I'm a dual citizen. That's yeah. Okay, I need to know about this threesome in college. Yes. That's the only one you had? That's the only one. You was like, never again. I mean, All that rubbing with that but girl. But you've known your husband I mean, since you guys were young, right? So was he involved? Yes. Oh. He was. Um, so yeah, we knew each other actually since elementary school days. Jeez. All right, That's crazy. Since elementary school days, and didn't quite did start dating until college. So I want to say for his first year of college, my second year of college, and it was just that experimental period. You know, I was kind of just like, you know, when you're in college, you think you're invincible. Like you could do whatever. There's no judgment. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's just like, all right. And you know, I was like, I found this girl kind of cute. You know, and then as a dude, so you just like, her yeah, in? I'm down. Yeah, so I was kind of pegged her. You know, I, I paid her. I pegged her. Pegged. Oh. Not paid. There's a difference. I was like, so she was a prostitute. No, 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 no. It's not getting prostitute so vibes at all. No shade to the prostitutes. However, it was not kind of set up. But I pegged her. Like I was like, oh, her. Okay. Like that's that's the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. I yeah. thought you said. Okay, first I thought she said paid. Then I thought she said paid. I selected her. I selected her. She she from New York, y'all. She saying paid. <laughs> You picked her. You picked I her. picked her. You picked her. <laughs> I picked her. Yes, I okay. picked her. And it went down, and it was cool never did it was. again. But the way my, the way my like, jealousy could be set up. Yeah, for sure. I he was like, this could, go bad. this could go bad. It could go bad. You almost slapped that hoe when she was on okay, top. Wait, so sure were, there, were there rules? Were there rules before you guys got started? No, there were no rules. It was kind of just like, let's you see didn't how set it up goes. No you can't do that before threesome. Yes, you drunk as shit. Like, okay, now remember. <laughs> every threesome oh, I get drunk. Just because you have drunk threesome. I had no idea. Oh, you were sober? I'm ish. You know, I still was aware of what was going on, but kind of sort of not really had to be drunk. I just didn't know. <laughs> there was supposed to be rules and no, regulations. They might be But you know what the issue was for me? Is that my husband was well at the time, my boyfriend, very respectable guy, very respectful. 
So he was kind of like, yo, if she wants to go and like have a story to tell, we need to make sure that we have a good relationship with her moving forward. Oh, that was nice. So I was like, that's cute and all, but no, this was a one-time gig. Yeah. I'm not about to be having her dragging along like, you know, we're trying to just like, this was a, this is a one and done for me. You know, I've experienced it. I mean, it wasn't that bomb where I felt like I needed to do it again. Maybe if it was, I'd have been like, all right, but. Oh, so she was terrible in this. I mean, she wasn't terrible, but we were so young. I feel like we all were just kind of just y'all just didn't know what y'all was doing. Yeah, we were all trying to figure it out. Eating ramen noodles and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So (laughs) I made the whole peanut butter and jelly sandwich after. And I was like, thank you. I appreciate you, sis. You know? you guys really quickly before we move on with this episode you already know we're about keeping it real on this podcast that's why we're so excited to share our experience with brow casa complete eyebrow growth treatment y'all see my eyebrows they're naturally thick but don't play because it really really helps yes you guys this is the real deal okay i've been using it for a few weeks now and the brow serum really helped accelerate my brow growth while the balm helps keep them moisturized and looking very healthy Yes, and I know, y'all know I have thick brows, okay? I know I do, I know. So, (laughs) I didn't know if it would be for me, but this treatment is so bomb and it's prevented any potential shedding and kept my brows so soft and healthy. The best part is that it's all natural, it smells good, and you know how much we love an all-natural product. It's the natural part for me, especially because I've been working on my skin and wearing less makeup. Y'all know I haven't really had on much makeup lately, so my brows are a huge part of my face. I want to make sure that they are right. The balm is perfect for anyone who's had trouble growing their brows, whether your brows are thin, sparse, overplucked, the treatment can help. Yes, honestly, I've tried so many different products. Being an esthetician, I've tried so many things, and honestly, I love how easy it is to apply this product, and it's travel-friendly. And if you guys need any more convincing, this product has been developed for over five years by Shekinah, who is not only the owner of Brow Casa, but also a part of our KFS family. She's been on the podcast before, and I know you know her. Yes, we love Shekinah, and we love you guys. So our audience is going to get an exclusive deal, 20% off your next purchase with the complete treatment, which includes the brow serum Mm -hmm. and the brow balm. So the promo code is KFS20 at your checkout. That's KFS20 for 20% off. Yes. Go get them brows right, y'all. We love y'all. Back to the show. But he wanted yeah, to, he like, have be. this, like, ongoing, like, check on her touch base thing. He was scared she was going to start talking. Yeah. And I was just like, that's not necessary. Like, she knew what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. I'm not saying to, like, do it and dump her ass. But at the same time, like, there's an understanding that we have still here. not know her, but, like, you know her Instagram? I know her Instagram. You do? Yeah. We watch it from the phone. <laughs> do you? I do. <laughs> it's at, it's, no, Stop. 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 no, 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 just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, she's still cute, whatever. I don't know if she's mad. I don't think she's married or have any kids or anything. You know, I might have to yeah, the number her. She might still be thinking about me. She might still be thinking about me. So what, so me. threesomes out of the question now that you're married with Yeah. It's out of the question. Yeah, it's out of the question now. It is. It's a deal breaker for us. Yeah, we kind of moved on, and we're just like, it don't work for us no more. Because the way both of us are set up, I'm like, if we're not doing it with a woman, we're not doing it with a man. So that's just what it is. So. Period. Yeah, Period. a man is a train. That's not a threesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, okay, that's different. Explain if they it. bring a man in, uh-huh. that's not a threesome. That's a train. <laughs> oh, I mean, how many how many cars on the train? Is it mad cars on the train, or is it just one is it car? A train? Two men and one girl is a train. What do y'all think? Let okay, me right? Or is that a threesome? No. Okay, so raise your hand. Raise your hand if it's a train. Raise your hand if it's a train. Jeez, two men is a train. Raise your hand if it's a threesome. Raise your hand if it's a threesome. Those are the people that did it before. <laughs> Got your ass. <laughs> it was a threesome. That's hilarious. Okay, that was a cute little icebreaker. Oh, you got icebreaker. Oh, I can hear you. We got some so, other cards. Okay, too. if you guys have ever seen our podcast, we always started the podcast with questions, icebreakers for either each other or okay. our guests. Okay. And the reason why we do that is because even though we've known each other for 20 years, yeah. we have, there's still things that we don't know. You know what I mean? So we ask these icebreakers. It's a good way to get deep like deeper and get to know you a little bit more. Okay. So we wrote down some and you're going to pick on these ghetto little cue cards. I wrote them down. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the I was like, where's the magic bowl of questions? Let the wind blow. 
All right. Let's all right. Just going on here. This one. All right. And then you can just read it, and then we'll answer. You answer See. first, and then we'll answer. All right. So my question is, what does healing look like for you? Oh, that's a good one. For that's a good one. Healing. Damn, we just deep in here. <laughs> <laughs> Healing, growing, evolving. Of yes. course, we have fun. We talk about real life stuff, but yeah. you know, having the deep conversations as millennials. For sure, for sure. Um, I love that you say as millennials because I feel like our generation is really the first generation to really tackle a lot of this stuff head on, right? Especially vocally, locally, locally like publicly. Yeah. Publicly. Um, I think about how I was raised, and there's something I speak about as well with my husband and our podcast. It's just the shame that kind of surrounds speaking publicly about things that you've experienced in your life. So I think that healing, um, for me, looks like and starts with acknowledgement. Yeah. That's the first step, to yeah. acknowledge that something is wrong. Yeah. Something yeah. is wrong. And I think about just healing. I think about levels of trauma, because no trauma is created equal, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I think about how it impacts us as early as our childhood years. You think about it, I forget where I was reading, I think it was like the Newport Institute or something, I was reading about trauma recently, and it talked about how the first 10 years of life really impacts who you are as an individual, because why? Those are your, A, most innocent years, mm -hmm. those are the years that you're looking for approval and acceptance mm -hmm. from your parents, mm -hmm. so depending on what your relationship looks like with your caregiver, that can dictate and resonate throughout your entire life, yeah. and we wonder how many people are walking around here just feeling broke and broken and, and tattered and torn yeah. and used and abused it's because it starts early yeah um and having four boys i'm very cognizant myself and my husband of how we deal with them we never want them to make to make them feel as though they're not doing enough and we're, yeah. we're making sure that they're also emotionally aware mm -hmm. and we acknowledge where they are emotionally regardless of the situation as black men as black men. black men i'm raising four black all the time. men yeah yeah, it's crazy. I'm like I, I, I've asked God several times. I'm just like, why me? Why me to raise four black men? Mm -hmm. What about me says that I'm equipped to do that? Yeah. And I, I pray on it a lot, and I question it a lot, and I find ways to be a better mother and see how I can be of service to my children. Because yeah. you think about it, when we were growing up, so many times our parents would just say. You know, do as I say, mm -hmm. or you try or to express that, the way you feel. Because I said so. Because mm -hmm. I said yeah. so. Yeah. And that's something that we just not we don't subscribe to that in our household because I feel like in order to prevent having to heal from something that I'm, let me tell you that goes not just from a mental standpoint, but it's it's cellular. Like having trauma or having any experience in your body, it is in your entire body. So many diseases and illnesses that plague our people start from early trauma, mm -hmm. and it's like how do we then? Um, begin to to heal ourselves from that. It's yeah. it's a lot that goes yeah. into that. Yeah. So acknowledging first that you know what something is not right, holding people accountable. That was gonna be my word. Is a big thing for me. Yeah. Accountability yeah. and holding yourself accountable holding yourself, to say. Holding yourself. I was saying both. Yeah, where well, so. you might have gone wrong. Yeah. But also holding the people around you accountable. I'm in a phase in my life now where I'm just letting people have it. And, and have, I'm letting them have it with love, though, yeah. with love. And because I just I just feel like I'm in a space and I'm in a time where the facade doesn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. And in order for me to move forward in authenticity and in transparency, um, in order to raise these boys, knowing that I'm doing the best I can as a mother, yeah. I need to tackle these people head on who yeah. have either impacted my life negatively or positively in some way. So accountability and acknowledgement is where it starts for me. Yeah, I if, love that. If you've been hurt by somebody, this is just a random question. Do you feel like you have to um, talk directly to that person? or you, can you know what my older family member said to me? Girl, just forget about it. Mm. I forget about it. It does not it. work like it's that. It's not that easy. It really doesn't. It does not work. I said, and I said to her, with all due respect, that may have worked in your generation or generations oh. prior. But that's why we're here yeah. in this moment yeah. today. Yeah. Why people are having to heal. Why people are still in so much yeah. pain. Yeah. yeah. Because I can't just, it's not as simple as just saying, just forget about it. Yeah. And I feel like if people are literally invested in who you are, invested in wanting to maintain a relationship with you, that it's worth the conversation. Now, I'm not saying the conversation is going to be easy. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be an easy conversation. But creating a safe space for someone to want to open up to you, yeah. I feel like is the first step to at least getting understanding. If I can understand where you came from, yeah. I may not agree with it, but having the understanding gives me the, ca the capacity and the capability to say, you know what, maybe I can move forward yeah. from this. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I mean, I feel like that's where grace comes in. You know what I mean? Like when you open up that space for someone to express how they feel, even in like, I've been dealing with that, that 
to answer the question, I've been dealing with that in a real way, especially this last couple of weeks, where I am trying to be okay with the fact that everyone doesn't think the way I think. Mm. And I feel like that is really, really hard. Yeah. Because you know how you feel, right? Like, you know what you think and you know what's right, like, in your head. Yeah. You're like, why don't you see that? Two plus two is four. Like, yeah. that's simple. And I'm like, three plus one is four. Three plus one is four also, right? So you can get to four different ways. And I think I'm trying to get to a place where I'm like, I need to be okay with the fact that you don't think the way that I think. I just need to learn how to set my boundaries. That's the biggest thing for me right now. Is to be able to say like, yo, I don't like that. And and I'm okay with not liking that. And I'm okay with you not understanding why I don't like that. But here's my boundary. That's part of the healing process. Here's my boundary. Or saying what my boundary is. Because usually I'll just be upset and hold it and then just succumb to the fact that you think differently than me so i'll just go to your like side it is what it is. Yeah. or just appease you or yeah. like appease the other yeah. person because because i have convinced myself that i think crazy or whatever right so i just appease the other person instead of just being true to who i am yeah. and be like yo i just don't this fuck is with how that. i, feel. I don't this like is that valid. I don't yeah like and i'm gonna and and then learning how to set a boundary so that we can still be in a relationship you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though you don't think the way I think. Yeah. I you think about, I mean? yeah, I'm sorry not to cut no, you off. Fine. I'm thinking about, um, we had a podcast in the, my, my husband and I with um, Dr. Elena Zimmerman. She's a therapist and she talked about attachment lifestyles. And you think about us as children, a lot of us were raised to be people pleasers. Mm-hmm. No, right? What? You want people yeah. to revere you. You don't want to yeah. ruffle the feathers. Mm-hmm. You want us to, to you know, you want to always be revered in that sense. Do you, do you think that that's what kind of makes you Yeah, feel like and I think yeah, and but being okay, I think it's more about being okay with with me. who you are. Yeah, it's I like think, yeah. accepting me more and, and being okay with the fact that you know That's I'm, okay. I'm this super is emotional. Yeah. I I think very deeply about a yeah. lot of things, almost everything. Yeah, and so it's okay that that person didn't see it the way that I saw it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And and being okay with that and yeah. just and, but if we're gonna be in this relationship. This is the boundary. Here's the boundary. Because mm-hmm. yes. I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. And I'm okay not fucking with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And just being cool with that. I think that's like the biggest thing for me right now. And then I'm I'm older now, so I'm like, it's time to grow up. Set your boundaries. <laughs> You're 32. It's yeah. like, yeah. Listen, Thanksgiving yeah. is coming up, y'all. Well, on Thursday. And this situation. Cheers, shout out to the said, woo, yeah. hungry shout ass. Shout out to the oh, We got we hungry, hungry down here. <laughs> What's on the menu? <laughs> Woo, turkey. <laughs> What's on the menu? I'm excited. But I'm thinking about Thanksgiving coming up. And for example, I'm going to be, you know, with the kids and my husband, we're going to be on a little vacation because our third son turns five. I have to say third. I have to number them, right? Because I have four of them. Mm-hmm. Our third son, Cass, turns five next Sunday. And I will be in Florida for Thanksgiving. And said individual who I was referring to, I'm sure she's going to expect to be invited over for Thanksgiving because why? We family. Mm-hmm. Sis, unless you're prepared to come and have a conversation right. with me, stop you're not going to come through the this rug. threshold. Yeah. Come on, threshold. You can't come through the tr- threshold, sis. Yeah. We have to talk about Be it. Be prepared to have a conversation like an adult. And how many times do we look at the adults in our life and we're expecting them to be the example, to have the answers? Mm-hmm. And then you put these adults in our lives on pedestals. And you realize after a while, like, shit, these people are just human too. Human. human. Yep. They they're human too. And they're going to disappoint out. us. They don't know. They're going to yeah. hurt our feelings. And I said, you know what? Boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries, sis. So sorry if you feel like you're going to be invited over for Thanksgiving dinner. But until we have that conversation, sis. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Yeah. I and think- people haven't seen this side of me. They're like, continue. I know. What? I don't think I've ever seen it either. Because I'm the oldest grandchild. I'm the oldest niece. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the oldest grandchild, the oldest niece. So uh, people pleasing was what I did. You know, I wanted people to be proud of me. I wanted to be able to set the example for my old, for my younger brother. Biting your tongue and treading lightly, not just treading lightly. People always look to Kadeen to be the example, and 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 heavy is the crown. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, too. I'm going to be vocal about what I need and what I expect. And I think making be, becoming a mother has completely shifted that my moment. idea of that because I'm so much more cognizant of how I deal with people and who I'm letting in my space yeah. and my energy. Said individual came to my house one day, popped up like, oh, we family, we don't come through. Unbeknownst to me. I was cordial for the sake of being cordial because why? My children are there and everything. You know, everyone's there. But I have gripes with you, sis. How can you sit in my house and know that I don't fuck with you like that? Yeah. And just be yeah. okay with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
is an open door. Ask my manager, Denora. Every other weekend, we got somebody coming to visit. Like, my house is lit. When y'all want to come by. Well, girl, drop the pin. Listen, drop the pin. My house is lit. And I enjoy having energies in that serve me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it has to be amicable. Yeah. If it's not, don't pull up. And don't get embarrassed. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. don't get embarrassed. I love that. I love that. Getting embarrassed? Well, yeah. Have you ever pulled up somebody's house and they said, don't come in here? No. I've never had that well, happen. I would be scared. Sometimes with a nigga. <laughs> let me tell y'all about this. Life, life. You wasn't going to text? No. Me. She, I got your she, location. She, okay, let me tell you. Going going right. You going to tell the story about when I rolled under the gate? Don't do that. <laughs> What's the story? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Megan, we going to talk after. Yeah, we going to talk Okay, so what is it? She said, she said, we heard already. What does healing look like for you? Oh, I was about to ask the next question. I gotta answer that. Yeah, bitch, I gotta answer. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, you guys, before we finish with this episode, a quick little message. With some of the best, most capable vehicles in the world, Ford knows strong means more than just physical. Ford is sharing the inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, and creating a world they want to live in. Built Ford Proud highlights Dee Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field for those around her. You guys, Dee Bryant is a professional stunt driver featured in over 100 films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at the age of 11. Dee is one of the few females, even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the industry. She constantly battles against sexism, racism, and unfair representation as many production try to get around hiring female drivers. As part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women's Driver and Stunt Driving School where she helps teach other women how to stunt drive. She is just one of the many examples that show us that four drivers span all walks of life, each with individual stories that show how they built Ford proud. Learn more about D. Bryant's story at Ford.com slash Built Ford Proud. Breaking the mold, strengthening communities, creating change, real stories brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. All right, guys, back to the show. I'm honestly still trying to figure it out, but the word you said, accountability, on me is kind of different because I'm going through a healing process right now with somebody I'm close to, and they have already, like, done everything that looks good on paper, you know, for me to be like, forgiven, forgiven them. And I have it. And I'm like, I need to take accountability and just start the forgiving process. Like for me, like if I really want to heal from this, they've done everything right. I just have to start the healing process. So on my end, taking accountability, which is kind of a different point of view, not just blaming everybody else, but what can you do to heal from the situation? So I think accountability on my part and accepting what happened, accepting that the person is sorry. They honestly, like I said, on paper should be forgiven. I just don't have it taken the proper steps to forgive them. So starting that process, okay, just call them a little more, have conversations a little more, talk to them a little more, and starting the forgiving process. You feel like you're just rigid because you want to be rigid? Or you're just because it doesn't feel good? Yeah, it just doesn't feel good, you know? And I just think getting into that uncomfortability and not being stubborn and being like, either you're going to always feel this way or you're going to start the healing process. So taking accountability on my end and just starting the process. Yeah, so I'm working on that now. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Because you, you're my girl. You helped me. Wait, I want to I wanna do that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Don't leave but me that's out. Our thing. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Are we doing another? Are we doing another icebreaker? We can. Okay. Or we can get into her and her um, marriage, you well, know, in the their question. dynamic. Okay, one more. One, one more? more? Okay, okay. One more. One more. We have 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. One more. One All right. More. We'll let you pick one more. I feel like no time is ever going to be enough for us I know, to right? chat, right? Okay. The craziest place you've ever had sex. Hey! She's like, that dorm room. Let me see. <laughs> that threesome. Right, that, pretty much. But next to that, the craziest place we ever... I mean, I feel like me and I were never really that adventurous. Well, I'll have you know that my husband and I have been together since we were 18 years old. So I haven't That's had beautiful. many experiences. I probably have on my one hand, like, my sexual partners. It's really? Little, it's oh, literally good for on you. one hand. Um, you got one hand? Do I have one? You got one? Huh? Uh-huh. You got two? Do I have two what? <laughs> Come on, you gotta, like, you gotta bring a couple toes I made a list one day, and when I got to the bottom, I said, that's enough. <laughs> Jesus. 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 Stop counting. I was oh like, my goodness. Stop counting. 
We're gonna stop right there. Listen, okay. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be crazy, but we love to vacation in the islands, so sex on the beach is not just a drink for us, Ooh. baby. Yeah. But the sand is messy, and I'm not feeling like exfoliating my vagina, so I'm not doing that shit again. Oh, so y'all, oh, you did do it though. Sex on the beach, we did do it though. Yeah, you didn't like it. There was lots of this it's have a blanket down. It sound cute, but it's the it's the sand gets on the blanket. No, you have a blanket down. Sand still be in your sand ass. Be everywhere. You got sand on the ass. Sand on the, you know. It's yeah. just too much. But nothing crazy. What about Maybe you? We get adventurous in our older age. <laughs> What's the craziest place you ever had sex, buddy? <laughs> First of all, fuck you. <laughs> um, second of all, I I'm not super super experienced, but I will say the craziest place I had sex I <laughs> was my grandmother's closet. <laughs> what day was it? It was Christmas morning. <laughs> Jesus is Christmas morning. Not in Granny's closet. And, and the Don't be in your Granny's closet. Not next to her house dresses. It's a walk-in. It was a walk-in. And you know what was crazy? Balls. What was right over my head? Mothballs. Her, her, no. What was right over my head was her black <laughs> It was her nurse uniform from church. She's, she does nursing. She does, she's like, like the deacon's wear. Like the deacon's wear. And you was on your back. Deaconess deaconess and that was on my back. I would have closed my, you had to close your eyes like, Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know mine. Yep. That was her. You got some The craziest. All the most unconventional. I'm going through it. Give me a crazy Jesus. She said the longest list of the I, I prayed all of them off me. <laughs> I did. That's why I made the list to pray them spirits. Stopped. So there's oh. still some that's No, I got I did it. It was a couple pages. Um, craziest place pages? I ever had sex. Shut up. Sorry. Oh. Think back 2019. That's really when you were going off. That was, <laughs> what was happening in 2019? That was pre-pandemic. He was going off. Oh. You hear me? I was like, fuck it. Niggas could do it, we could do it. <laughs> At the end of that year, I was like, <laughs> I'm drained. <laughs> I just want love. <laughs> Please, no, it's not life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so tired. New Year's, I repented. Um, <laughs> probably like a hotel room or something. A crazy Bitch, that is not crazy. That is conventional. You are lying. It is crazy when you got to get up the next morning and walk out in an oversized t-shirt. <laughs> not the walk of shame. Girl, what? <laughs> Walking out in a prom dress. <laughs> 6 a.m. Runny eyeliner. It's the runny eyeliner for me. The waiting on an Uber. That's the Honda right there. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like that. Yeah, a hotel or something. I don't know. <laughs> She's lying. Make like a car? It's going to come to you. A Sprinter. <laughs> I definitely did my mom's minivan. My mom had a, had a Nissan Quest. It was red back in the day. And in Brooklyn, like, I live in Canarsie, so it was like the Seaview Avenue was, like, really abandoned back there. So you just park up in the Quest. Jesus. I've never had I sex in a car, I will yeah. this, was, this was pre-my husband, so don't tell him, but yeah. That shit was lit. I was but in you know Beyonce minivan. song? Drive a roll up the partition. <laughs> no, for sure. That's what she was doing. That track was really a partition. But I was like, you know. Not sexy to me. Put on Beyonce. Yeah, a sprinter. I feel like you lying. A sprinter. What do you think I'll be doing? Me on my sprinter is on my kids. I just booked a sprinter for this vacation because you know it ain't. We got mad kids and mad yeah luggage and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unload that bitch and get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Where we want to run away from everybody. Kids, get out. Go see Mickey, Minnie. Y'all going to Disney World? We are. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So probably a sprinter. So tell us um, what it's like to be so much in the in the light, right? In in the public light, um, and married. Because I, I feel like nobody wants to get married anymore, especially like now. Everyone's like, yeah, you know, life partner or I'm good or whatever. Open relationship. Yeah, but you yeah. guys are very public, and you mm-hmm. guys are very married and very yes. much in love. So yes. what? What is that like? And y'all started y'all careers together in the public eye. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of one of those things where I 
was not a fan of nor an advocate for just like putting my business out there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's just something that I was re- like, anybody who's West Indian know the family is just like, nobody make, nobody know your business. Mm-hmm. You know, because then why people have something to hold against you, right? Or yeah. hold over your head. Yeah. Um, however, um, my husband and I both went to school for broadcasting, journalism, performance, arts, um, acting. So it was known when we started dating, like this was kind of where the life was going to go. Um, and he had the idea when Instagram was still only doing like 15 second videos, he was yeah. just like, yo, what if we just like do these little skits, right? And we could tell people like, you know, we talk about things that married people deal with or like relationship stuff and we'll make it funny. Yeah. But at the root of it, there's like a, an issue or a topic yeah. that's taboo and people won't talk about it because this things are a lot more digestible when you do it in jest, right? Yeah. So he started doing these 15 second videos with me and he had me doing all sorts of stupid shit in our apartment in Brooklyn with our kids. At the time, we only had one going on two. And it kind of just picked up traction. And my sister was like, yo, y'all should do a YouTube channel because, you know, I watched this family in Canada and they were kind of cool, them and the kids. And I was like, weirdo. It's like, you're fucking weirdo. Like, who just watches people's lives on YouTube? And now you're on YouTube. Come Welcome to our channel. Come to. Welcome back to our YouTube. Welcome to our social sitcom. Yeah. You know, like, here we are. Yeah. Um, but it was really just, at, at first, it was like a recipe for us to think about the unconventional way to get ourselves out there. So instead of doing the traditional auditions and stuff, my husband was like, yo, what if I just do these videos on Instagram and use this marketing platform as kind of like our resume, mm-hmm. you know? And it kind of spiraled out of control, to be honest. Um, and I didn't expect to go from a 3,000 follower base you know, to 300,000 and now yeah. over 1.1 for myself. He's yeah. at 2 million and we have all these followers on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so the thing that I think has worked for he and I is that we constantly, constantly, since we were 18 years old, and you can read more about this in our book, We Over Me, coming out February 7th. February 7th. Shameless plug. <laughs> Um, but we really went in depth with how everything started because it's easy for people to look at me now or look at the now and be like, damn, I want me a devout. Or damn, I want to continue. I want that. Yeah. I want a relationship like the Ellis's. Y'all are goals, but y'all have no idea. Mm, yeah. This is twenty years in the making. Shit was not wow. always sweet. Yeah. It was not cute. Yeah. For a long time, and it's things that I think the most difficult part for he and I was trying to grow as individuals, but trying to love each other through the process. Talk about that. How did like that's crazy? Trying to glow as individuals and love each other through the process. Because you loving somebody that you really like. That's that that changing. Yeah, and you're like, I don't even know you. Who are you? Are you? Are you? you? There's been so many times, and Deval will say all the time, like, "Hey, you, you fucking delusional, bro." He'd be like, bro, you live in a different universe. And I said, nigga, you like it here, though. <laughs> You're existing in my orbit because you like it yeah. here, okay? Yeah. But it was extremely difficult over the years to try to figure out who you are, yeah. what you want out of life, and that shit changes every couple years. You're right? just like, I don't want to pivot and do this. I don't want to pivot and do that. And then you're trying to be considerate of somebody else's feelings at the same time. Jesus. That's just it's not exhausting. just about you now. Yeah. It's not just about yeah. you. And you can't completely just disregard your partner because this partner is also mutually invested in your well-being. Yeah. Invested in your hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a little tidbit from our book, right? We talk about the story of our first date. So we knew each other since elementary school days, but didn't start dating till college. And I sat in his dorm room. It was our first date. We went to the CAF, the student cafeteria at Hofstra University. And he bought me a sandwich. It was a hero. I'll never forget it. Honey, turkey, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, and mayo okay. on the bone. <laughs> With a pickle on the side and a bag of chips. Did you like eat it like how you usually eat or you ate it all key? Like? No, girl. It was like, and you tell you, it was like mayonnaise <laughs> off the side. <laughs> Just talking, you know, it was something so comfortable and okay. familiar about okay. when I met him, right? Oh. And he was just like, I was like, so what you want to do with life? Like, we here in college, like, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly it is I want to do. Yeah. And he was like, that. And he pointed to the TV screen, and Martin was on. Wow. So I was like, oh, you want to you wanna act? And he was just like, yeah. Wow. I was like, I said, dope. So me trying to be cute, right? I was like, so how are we going to do that <laughs> together, you know? And he was like... Oh, he's like, people you normally laugh at me when I say I want to be an actor as if it's something not attainable. Wow. Mm. And baby, 20 years later, my husband is a working actor. Come on, come on. Come on. Okay? So it was, but it took so much yeah. to get there. Yeah. So to answer your question, it was not easy. Yeah. Over the years, it was a lot of growth. People throw around the term grace now. 
trying to give each other grace when we didn't yeah. even know what that what was it meant. or what, what it, it like, meant. Yeah. Um, a lot of falling apart to be able to fall back together again. Yeah. Um, it was a lot, but it's so worth it. Mm. So how is that now seeing your husband? Because I'm a huge fan of what that show. She talks Zatima. about it all the time. Zatima. I'm like Zatima that it's goes so from good. Sisters and then the yes, spinoff. Spin I'm like, yo, it's so good. I'm excited for him. And I feel like it but was How does that feel watching your significant other on the screen, like being intimate acting? You know what? I think because I'm on the acting side as well, you we get both it. Like, I understand okay, what it is. Okay. So what y'all will see are these intimate, like hardcore love scenes, right? She's like, what you don't know is I'm on set. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know is I'm like standing over there. Like, yeah, you know, cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Try it again. Me and Tyler yeah, be together. Like, I'm like, listen, T-P-Z, I don't like that angle. Yo, don't catch that. T um, but no, seriously, I think it's an understanding that we both have because if it's vice versa, I know he would give me the same respect as yeah, a creative. Yeah. So it's easy. Um, and also, shout out to Crystal Renee Hazlett because she makes it super she easy for me. So dope. She's super dope. She wanted to meet me off the bat when she knew that there were going to be love interests. So she's, cool. shit, she's our youngest son's godmother. We had such a great relationship. Wow. And some people might think it's weird. Yeah, she's Dakota's godmother. One of her. And Denora as well, our manager. Shout out to Denora. Uh, wow. Down front. Um, but yeah, she's one of our children's godmothers. She's super close to us. And she had made it a point early on to get to know me and make sure I was comfortable with their working relationship, which she didn't have to do. Yeah. She don't owe me anything. She's yeah. working as a professional as well, too. But I appreciated the extra step that she took to say, hey, sis, listen, you know I have the utmost respect for yourself, your husband, your relationship. You know I would never try to intervene. And I'm like, no, I'm a professional as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it was a little easier for the three of us because yeah. we're all she professionals in, in the yeah. industry. And she yeah. made herself known. And she said, you know, this is work. So yeah. I remember DeVal... Funny story, they were rehearsing with the intimacy coordinator one time. I think it was one of their first sex scenes they had to have at Sisters. There's an intimacy coordinator? There's yeah. an intimacy coordinator. Well, so that, can you use that in real life? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Show me how to rap. Listen. You be like, all right, change positions now. Because these knees right have three seconds? Listen. But no, they, they take it very seriously. I said, especially, too, with just, like, sexual assaults and abuse and stuff like that. They're very, very you know, particular about how things go. So the intimacy coordinator was working on a scene with them and trying to choreograph this sex scene, right? So DeVal called me one time on FaceTime and he's like, Kate, Kate. And he's like holding his head. I'm like, what? And he's like, talk to Crystal for me, please. I was like, about what? Tell her you're okay with the sex scene, please. <laughs> so he turns the camera to over to her and she's like, I'm having a hard time kissing him, sis. I was like, girl, you want to kiss him uh, so that check could clear, right? <laughs> so I got shit to buy. I said, we just bought a house, and I have an interior designer, and I got mad shit I want to buy, so that check got to clear. Kiss that nigga, sis. <laughs> and she was like, okay, I just want to make sure it was okay with That's you. That's dope, though. I said, girl, go do your thing. Like, come yeah. on now. Because also, too, what Deval and I have cannot be duplicated. Okay. I mean, it's just what it is. It's that like, confidence in the The connection that yeah. we have. Let me tell y'all, last week I went to Jamaica for my best friend's wedding, right? Deval had to film season six, I think, of Sisters. And he was busy for the week. He had every intention of making the wedding. Couldn't make the wedding. And he was alone with the kids, kind of juggling a couple of them being sick. His family was in town trying to help with the kids, but I wasn't physically present there. Mm. And the way he called me and had a whole breakdown on Sunday, I was like, are you all right? Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, he needed just so you. Yeah. He needed me. He does not do well if I'm not around him mm. for a certain period of time. And quiet as it's kept, I don't do well neither, y'all. That's good. That's so how it's after this to be, event, though. I am getting on a plane and I'm going back my to my family in Orlando, back to my yeah. Because it's been a it's been a long year. It's been yeah. a blessed year. So I'll never, you know, complain about that because God is literally ordering our steps in this moment and everything that we've worked and hustled for for the past twenty years. Like October third made twenty years since we've been together. That's awesome. Since the Wrap it up for that. That's that's amazing. Thank yeah, that was twenty years, October third. Thank you, but man, for twenty days. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, it don't it, it ain't easy, but your your person's out there. You got a brother, a cousin, Jesus, a daddy, a daddy. <laughs> 
shout out to Papa Scoop. He's dope. But yeah, he just didn't do well with me not being with him in that space. So we know that we literally, I told our manager, Nora, I said, girl, you got to shut shit down for the rest of the year. Yeah. We're going off the grid. Because you have to time. disconnect to reconnect. Yeah. Think about how much stimulation we have. Like, people at your phone, it's the instant access that people want to yeah. you. And it's like, go, oh, I text you and you go, didn't reply. Go. And, you know, no, no. Sometimes you have to disconnect in order to reconnect to the things that, that matter most to you. Yeah. So that's on the agenda for the rest of the year. I love, I love that. that. I love yeah. But no babies because he had a vasectomy, y'all. Did y'all know that? Really? <laughs> oh, am I giving exclusive content? I'm like, wow. So no more. You guys are done. We are done. What? Wow. The Lord has blessed me with four beautiful hands. You're like, enough. Man. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, we both decided on it um, that that was probably going to be the best bet for us. Um, I was on the IUD birth control method that was making me anemic, losing blood every month. Um, so I had to put the kibosh in that. Since we mutually agree that we're done having children, for my health, which I love him so much for, he put my health first and was like, you know what? I'm you gave me more boys. Me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I am protecting myself in the meantime until he gets that specimen back that we're all clear. I've got myself on the mini pill in the meantime, just as an extra added layer sure. of protection. Yeah. And then once he gets the um, the go ahead that everything is good, that the pipes have been drained. Then <laughs> um, it's, it's on and popping. Pop okay. Riding off into the sunset, literally. Riding off into the sunset. Yeah, actually, I love that. I love that. I feel like there's so much that we could dig into I with know. you. So we're, it went so fast. Yeah, I know. I'm like, we're gonna. Are have we to really? Have Girl, did we get the, 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 the countdown? They gave us the countdown. We got two minutes. Two minutes, literally. Boo. Well, thank y'all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I guess, as we wind down, I, can I come back? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. I know. We need to have Once you. you release yeah. your book. So, yeah, yes, that would be dope. So after um, February 7th. But just like, you know, you talked about Deval and I and stuff. Just me as an individual, just to kind of close things out. I kind of feel like I'm in this space of what's next for Kadeen. Yeah. You know, because so so what, what do you want to do next? Lost. I know you did makeup, then the yeah. YouTube, then the podcast. Well, so that you know with my reds. I did yeah. my makeup today, y'all. I dusted off my brushes. Yeah. You have yeah. that, did I? She's a makeup artist. And that's yeah, another thing that else, I connect with Kadeen about is that we have boys, and I was yes. also she was a makeup artist for 10 years. Shut yeah. up. Yes, I did makeup for 10 years. So I'm oh like, me. Did you do your makeup today? I did. I do my makeup every day. Baby. I love Because the worst is when you sit two hours and you hate your makeup, and they turn you around and give you the mirror, and you like, I How much do I owe you, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> What's your cash app? What's your cash app? You take Zell. And it's not like it used to be. It ain't like going to the Mac counter and you was just getting your eyes done. It's I was not like that, girl. Though. It's $250 for a face. And they Listen. be playing on your face. Playing. Listen. <laughs> you doing all this. When you do too much of that, that's still hanging. You doing a step back. Uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like you, do, you did all that for 30 minutes. All that wizardry. And what is this? Okay. Nothing. Uh, there's no voila moment. It's yeah, not getting scary godmother. No, I'd rather just do myself, chill. And I always lie. I'm like, girl. <laughs> Braylon, okay, Braylon will literally, just so you guys know, Braylon, Braylon will literally go get her hair done. She'll go get her nails done. She'll get her, her makeup done and lie to these I people. I will walk out she and be like, like, I love it. And then she'll call me. She'll be like, I fucking hate my hair. I fucking hate my nails. This is so fucking. And like, why didn't you tell me? How do you tell people that? This is ugly as fuck. I'm about to fight you. I'm about to wash my face. What, how long have you been doing this shit, bro? <laughs> Are you testing on me? You know I to say it like that? Well, that's what I want to say. So I just be like, I love it. It's giving guinea pig. <laughs> it's giving guinea pig. No, when you had the when you had the finger waves. Oh, you remember that? Oh. <laughs> I, uh, when that lady showed me, <laughs> Braylon's to the Braylon, waves to see you guys don't know. Hair. Braylon cut her hair off, right? Yeah. And it was very, it was very sweet. The reason why she cut her hair off, yeah. right? So she's <laughs> trying new styles, and she has been doing this finger wave joint, right? And so we are getting ready to go to a major event. This is this was the premiere, the premiere of Finding Happy, of my show. <laughs> It's the premiere. So she's like, oh, no. I'm like, so what are you going to do with your hair? She's, I'm like, are you going to do a wig? Like, I love the blonde wig. Get the blonde wig. She's like, no. I'm like, I'm this girl's going to do a wig. She's like, this girl's going to do finger waves. I'm like, okay. Like, I was crying. She, she called me on the phone. My Uber was from Brazil. My Uber driver. And I was like, does it look crazy? He was like, I mean. It was so bad. It was, was it giving so ramen bad. noodles? Girl. It, it was like, 
okay, so if you, black girls, we know how to do our hair, right? My hair is so obviously this is tape ends. My hair is this, Curly. but like an inch long. So it's like a mini fro. So she, so the girl wet, did her hair wet, and then just kind of sent her on. She her finger way. waved afro. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not how you're supposed to do it. So B looked insane. She ended up having to throw a wig on. That girl thought I was coming back in two weeks. I said, but, 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 but she's on the phone with her, like, oh, I love it. It's so cute. It's amazing. I'm like. You're literally throwing a wig on. <laughs> I hung up and I said, Megan! She hated it. The lady said, send me pictures. Let it do better. I just said, just sweat it out. Truth. Anyway. Oh, I lied. She was like, send me pictures. I was like, I started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I was really bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. Uh, but before oh we go, goodness. before yes. we wrap it up. We do this at the end of yeah. every episode. We do, what do you know for sure? K-N-O-W. And what are you saying no to for sure? So, so going into the new year, this last month of the year, what do you know for sure after this episode? And just so you guys know, this is a really good like practice to ask yourself maybe at the end of every week or at the end of every day. Or journaling. Like, what do I know for sure and what am I saying no to for sure? It's just like a moment of self-reflection. And it changes. And it, it changes. changes so often. It sure does. I yeah. can think of something probably new every day, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what I do know for sure is that I am cognizant and I choose to be cognizant of how I conduct myself and the kind of energy that I exist in because for the sake of my family, my husband and my children, it's necessary for them to grow up in the healthiest environment possible. Yeah. To yeah. be four strong black men and for yeah. my husband to continue to be a strong black man. Yeah. Uh, and I'm saying no to relationships that no longer serve. Come on. <laughs> That's it. Like I you said, this that. is the you ain't seen before. I know. Yeah, we are not playing about this no more. Listen, yeah. I'm I'm currently in and a good state. For you. Good I'm in for a you. state of discomfort. Mm. I, I'll be honest with y'all. I have moments of a bit of anxiety, a bit of unknown, a bit of, of fear. But I think it's because ascension is happening. Mm. The next level is happening. The next step is happening. Greatness is on the horizon. And you know that level of discomfort you feel before that happens? That's good. That's I'm good. in that right That's now. Good, though. So I'm choosing not to run from it. Yeah. Good. I'm trying to sit in it good. and just pray on it and see where God will lead me good. next. So what's next? That. We'll see y'all. Yeah. But yeah. I appreciate y'all having me here yeah. today. What's yours? I don't know mine yet. What's yours? What I know for sure. Well, we talked about healing. So mm. I know for sure that we talked about this earlier, forgiveness for me, for me, forgiveness used to be like just a feeling. Like, I feel like I forgive you. I'm not mad at you. I forgive you. Now it's like, you taught me that. Like, it's a process. Start the process. Forgiveness is a choice you have to choose every day. When every you're day. forgiving somebody, it's like, I'm choosing to be nice to you. I'm choosing to give you grace. I'm choosing to forgive you every single day. So looking at it like that is like, I'm excited to forgive and go on that journey. That journey. Yeah. Like making the choice to forgive every day. And I'm so I know so for sure proud you and i will talk about that on the yes. podcast one day oh, yes. but it's, it's so a real deep topic so thank you i love you for helping me through that absolutely um and what i'm saying no to for sure showers where's the where's the, no where's the camera y'all unexperienced nail techs makeup artists and bitches out there finger waving froze finger waving a froze an afro crazy. Man, that's wild. All of y'all, if you don't know what you're doing, if you, you face app and all your pictures, so really you ain't doing the makeup. It's an app. Bitch, if I no, if I gotta go in your page, okay, I'm saying no to that. I ain't gonna go dip. But it's like I showed you a picture, bitch. You did you do this? What is it Photoshop? Finger waving a fro. She did that to me. She did do that to you. I saw it. As soon as I FaceTimed Megan, Megan said, I said, baby. Well, I said, oh, I said, what are you going to do? Your photo on your phone? I, pr I, I, I no, look. I dig it up for me and send it to me. Let me see. It's horrible. Yeah. It's so bad. I can't mm. believe I walked out like that. <laughs> My Uber driver was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. So I'm saying no to that. Um, what do I know for sure? I know that I am super 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 beyond blessed yeah. that I get to live my dream yeah. with my best friend and I think that is yeah. just the most beautiful thing it's in so the cool world. I like we were literally in the car today and we're like dude this is fucking we like cool. what like, is we life just, we're like, Houston Friday to, yeah, Dallas we to Saturday City to City and we're, I'm with my best friend um the person that like knows me and gets me and that's just like a really cool thing yeah that you get to do life 
personally and professionally. So I know that I'm like beyond grateful and grateful for you guys. For all y'all. Thank y'all for showing up. Friends are soulmates too, right? Soulmates. She says that all the time. Um, what am I saying no to for sure? I am saying no to no longer setting boundaries that are comfortable for me in the yeah. season that I'm in. Yeah. And, and being okay with the fact that those boundaries may change depending on the season that I'm in. Um, but right now, I'm okay with setting boundaries. Good. Yeah. Good. I love that. Thank you, Kadeen. Thank, Thank you. all of you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Know For Sure podcast. Make sure you keep the conversation going and use our hashtag KnowForSurePod. Yes, we want to see you guys share the hashtag KnowForSurePod on all social media platforms. We want to keep the conversation going. And follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, KnowForSurePod. in Atlanta it's giving we should come and be our guests yes. me and my husband period Done. thank you signed we've been, we've, been looking, we've, been, we've been looking for guests great write it down team she agreed on camera okay we got a verbal we ain't got a budget come on <laughs> let me talk to the guy no, I'm just kidding, I'm just we got you thank you thank you guys thank you all of you for thank showing you, Patreon, up for us everyone at Patreon Thank you guys so much for doing this. And don't y'all leave because we got some treats for y'all. Oh, we yeah. gonna come mingle and kiss and hug yeah. with all of y'all. We and we have a live performance. Come on.